got my bike in front of me. You said you were ready. What kind of madness is this? Brain candy madness. Brain candy madness is the best kind of madness because <laughs> it's my kind of madness. Hi, friends. Welcome to the show. I was thinking we need to get like, we need to save our pennies. Yeah. And hire one of those gospel choirs <gasps> to come in and sing that with us. What? <laughs> Like they would really add to the Hello Friends. Oh, with theme the clapping, song. yeah. Can you even imagine it would be great. I mean, just something to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, episode one thirty eight. This show was inspired by some recent news. Yeah. Um, Who or- popped up? Who was it that you showed me? Oh, Randy. Ace. No. Ace. Ace of Real World. Uh, Paris got into a little oopsie doopsie, a skerfuffle, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> um, and found his way onto TMZ, oh. much to our chagrin slash amusement. Do you ever worry that anything you do is going, to, if you were to ever have trouble with the law, that it would end up on TMZ? All the time. Yeah, because it would. Yeah, when I die or fuck up, you'll hear about it, <laughs> and that's the only thing I get. For being on television. The uh, end. Oh, that's like, that's the end of true. the episode. Yeah, because we don't get the riches. You're right. But you better not fuck up. Because in going back and looking at what other celebrities or real world people have had trouble with uh, the law, it seems like there's a shorter list of who hasn't. <laughs> right. So we're going to get to all that. Before we get started, I have a few things I want to say. Some orders. Some, some business. Yeah. First mm-hmm. of all, uh, somebody tweeted to me and said she she's... I'm a real sucker for um, a GIF. Oh, oh, me too. And like, if they make me laugh. And she sent a GIF like her waiting for her shout out. And it was just like an impatient GIF. Oh, nice. And um, so... Classic. I, I would like to give her a shout out, Sarah. Me, oh, what's me, her me, name? me, me. What's her name? <laughs> Samantha. Oh, okay. Better late than never for Samantha. This is your podcast shout out. It is better late than never for Samantha. This is your podcast shout out. This is better late than never. That was good. Yeah, you're Big welcome. finish on that one, too. Yeah. And, like, if there were, like, a gospel choir who could be like, oh, <laughs> I know. When I finished, that would have been great. And I'm sure they would say for the whole hour. And they would have been like, <laughs> I love him. I love him. Yeah. It'll be like oh my sister God, That's act. probably what was in my head. Because mm, that was probably. kind of the tune I was like. Uh, yeah. I mean, know. sister act. If we could get Whoopi Goldberg in here, <sighs> now that'd be a good show. In the habit. <laughs> Back in the Back habit. In the habit. <laughs> Again. Uh, okay. Also, shout out to uh, one of our most loyal listeners, Christy, who is having a tough week. Oh. Just says long distance dedication. Christy, Christy, <laughs> you can lean on me when you're having a tough, tough week. <laughs> lean on me. Christy. Uh, oh, I thought you were done. <laughs> well, I mean, I am, but I could keep going. That's one thing about your song. Sometimes there's not a clear <laughs> clear ending. Sometimes there's not a clear anything. <laughs> so beat, rhyme scheme. Then... We, I got an email. I've been getting a lot of emails, which and they aren't mean, which That's, is such a so nice exciting. change. <laughs> um, really sweet, lovely people writing. Maybe it's in. because we hired Dahlia 
Yeah. And she now, they, like, can sense her sweetness. And so they're like, yeah, we can't send anything to mean to her. Yeah. She works at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Yeah, because she reads them and then she'll pass them along to me. And um, we got a, a letter from Erica, who's in, in Canada. And she's in the grade 11, as they say, in Canada. Oh. 11th grade. Oh, oh. They say grade oh, whatever. grade 11. Mm-hmm. I think called it great no. 11. She's in grade 11. Grade 11. And she's also student body president. <gasps> she's a real brainiac. And she sent us an essay about Les Mis, the, the musical, yeah. and, and how it pro- depicts the French Revolution, which I thought was really lovely. That's awesome. I'll have to send it to you so you can I definitely want to read peruse that. it. Yeah. I just um, love that people liked, well, I love a good smart girl brag. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And You're the queen of them. <laughs> there's nothing I love more than cheering on a girl who is smart girl bragging because we should. Yeah. She's like, I wondered if you could read my essay and give me some, um, critique. I'm like, yeah, I'll read it, but it's great. (sighs) Period. I love her. Yeah. She's really cool. Get a girl. Last one for for today, uh, was Laurel who sent us a lovely, uh, message. And I thought we'd say like Laurel. Oh no. Her name is Laurel Miller. Oh, not from the challenge, Laurel. I've been getting messages from her of a different variety. We'll have to talk about that sometime. Yeah. Uh, but no. But hi, Laurel yeah. Miller. Do you want to do a song or something? Oh. I mean, <laughs> tell me a little more about Laurel. She was just saying, well, she's tried BioClarity for one thing. Oh. Might as well go into that. Hey, guys. Uh, Did you wait? Laurel, oh. Laurel, your skin is so clear. Laurel, Laurel, did you hear about the Brain Candy Podcast? It's the best kind of podcast. <laughs> you did like a transposition right into that. Woo! I like that. Uh, which, you know, while we're on the subject, have you uh, tried BioClarity? <laughs> don't you know it? Well, here's the deal is now I have a little some of the sample ones, some extra ones, and oh. I'm like trying to decide what friends I want to give it to because I feel like it's such a special gift. That's so true. I'm like, oh, my God, who? Who would really enjoy Would it? really love this. Yeah. It's a great product. If you haven't tried it, if we haven't convinced you yet, today's the day. Mm. It's a three-step acne wash that uses... Um, all natural ingredients is not the harsh chemicals that sometimes can be abrasive on your skin, but it's still effective, which is why I love it. And if you go to bioclarity.com, you can get your first month for nine ninety five plus free shipping, which is a $20 savings. It's like free, yeah. basically. It's basically free. And <laughs> they're probably going like, to be like, they're ah, paying Sus. you for free skin, <laughs> clear skin. Well, it is true that if you, you know, it's a 100% guaranteed if you don't love it send it back so it's risk-free and we love it and everyone that writes in says they're trying it and they love it so what the heck what the heck um yeah so that's the orders of business laurel kind of led me into that bioclarity segue i wasn't even planning that one um also maybe i'll save these oh let me shut that window you want to talk while i do it yeah (laughs) i mean we can talk about what what that noise reminded me yeah. that <clears throat> oh goodness that um what happened in my neighborhood the other day was that there was a fire next door to my house and I already started to tell Sarah about this but it, it, it is worth sharing no this is Sue's I have not stopped thinking about this story <laughs> the 
entire, it's like since I, last time I saw you. Okay, so there was a fire next door. And yes. I had just had a conversation with my husband about how, you know, like you hear like alarms going off all the time or you hear, hear noises and you think, should I do something? No, it's probably nothing. And I call that the bystander effect. Yeah. It's a totally real thing. Yeah, because you don't want to be the person that's like makes a big fuss and then it's nothing. Yeah, how dare us. Right. So I had been Wait. telling him I don't want to be that kind of person. If if there's a, a situation, I want to be Johnny on the spot. Mm-hmm. And so that I was. Tell us everything. <laughs> so, okay, so let me get this straight. You're sitting in your house. Yeah. What time is it's it? It's a Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Just hanging out. Now, this is, you hear an alarm go off. Yeah. And this is the house that's directly across from yours, like across the driveway. Right uh, right next door, so like five feet from my front door. Because oh, our doors are <gasps> um, match each other. Our houses have doors on the side. Oh, it's that house. Yes. Susan. Oh, my I shouldn't say her name. Gosh. I love her. Okay. Then what happened? So then, you know, we're like, there's probably no one home. You just assume whatever. But the, the little red bell that's ringing on the outside of her house says, if it's ringing, call 911. So I was like, we got to call 911. Oh, thank God that little sign says that. Honestly, I'm really glad it does. <laughs> and we went around back and looked, and there was water pouring out of the back of her house, which meant her sprinkler system had gone off. So there was, in fact, some sort of fire, right? And, like, house sprinklers, not... Like, the like indoor kind of, like, indoors, hotels have. Yeah, on yeah. the ceiling kind of sprinklers. And whose houses have those? Right. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe people that are, like, what do they call those people that are obsessed with fire? Oh, pyromaniacs? Yeah. Oh my maybe gosh. she's a pyromaniac, and I don't know it. Oh, my God, what if? Uh, but, no, she had... Thank God she had those sprinklers, because yeah. next thing we know... We're ringing the doorbell and stuff just in case, but we're assuming no one's home because the alarm's been going off forever, the sprinklers are on. And she comes stumbling out, coughing, and I'm like having to go into rescue 911 mode. Oh I like practically carried her into my house and was like, Susan, are you okay? And thank God there was nobody else in there. My husband went in, got her dogs, got her cats. Oh my God. Lincoln thought he was having the best day of his life while Susan's having the worst day of her life. He ran upstairs, got his fireman outfit on. No, he didn't. Oh my God. Yes, he did. Fire hat, fire. He was ready. (laughs) Ready. And I like that his idea was to. Prep. I think he really <laughs> his outfit. Anyway, thank God nobody got hurt, but I'm oh really God. glad that we took action. Yeah. And that everybody's okay. We got all those animals out and her house is ruined, but it's mostly water damage because those sprinklers oh, did their job. Yeah, thank God. It could have been really bad. Right. And right next to your house. Yeah. So that's why I had to close the window because they have to do all kinds of renovations now. You know, oh my gosh. It's real noisy yes. over there. Thanks, Susan. Thanks Just for nothing, <laughs> Susan. <laughs> but anyway, oh all's gosh, well that ends well. That's really scary. Well, hey, that should serve as a lesson. If you see something, say something. Truly. And as speaking from somebody who called Highway Patrol reporting ducks crossing the road, <laughs> I'm a big advocate for just calling. Well, remember when I was in, uh, sorry, uh, Hawaii recently and 
someone left their baby while they went to go. Oh, my God. And I told the guys that were, like, kind of, like, lifeguards, and they were like, yeah, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Just carry on then. How is that possible? How there's nothing that- you can do. How about saying something? What about there was uh, a woman, I was just watching the, the, like the local news just happened to be on my television. I don't know, I turned that TV and I never watch that because yeah. it's just depressing and horrible and like, yeah. ugh. Right. The, I've heard like the first story of the summer of the dogs getting locked in the car. Oh no. Oh, yeah. they're dead? Mm-hmm. Oh no. One of them died. There were the three. What the fuck is wrong with you people? What is wrong with people? Honestly, I sometimes I understand like if they sort Firefighters of, had to break in and they saved two of the dogs and one died. Get the hell out. And what, does the owner go to jail or something or fine? I, yeah, I think so. And she was like a younger woman. So. What, what kind of woman? I didn't see because I was painting my nails as I was doing it. So <laughs> I couldn't look up because I was deep in jail and manicure. <laughs> Well, that's a damn shame. I hope she learned her lesson. But my nails look awesome, so whatever. Right. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so that was an aside, as usual. Totally an aside. This isn't even in the top. Yeah. Okay, oh so let's God. get to it. Here, let's talk about the Ace one first. Yes, because I didn't read about that one. Tell me everything. Okay, so Ace from Real World Paris, um, who was same season as CT. You might have heard of him. And... Um, <laughs> Ace is a, you know, notorious life of the party, and he owns a bunch of bars, I believe, in Georgia, and he's great to follow on social media because he's always, like, renovating Mm -hmm. a bar and, like, using drones. He's always into something. (laughs) It's true. Doesn't he hang out with Kahara? Yeah, they're friends. I've never seen them together, though. Maybe they're the same person. Ace has a bar, and his bar has a cool name, right? Probably. Probably punny. I think it's like Oliver Twist. No, that's Timmy's bar. Oh, that's Timmy's bar. <laughs> no, there's another one. No, there's not. There's I mean, another, there's other bars name. I know, but his bar also has a name that's a pun, I think. I think you're right. I, yeah. I don't know what it is, though. Okay. Any noodles. If you guys I- know, please tweet at me. <laughs> Ace got pulled over in early, you know, in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Oh, actually, that's inaccurate. He got into a fender bender. He, um, uh, what do you call that? Rear-ended. Yes, rear-ended yes. somebody. And so the police come, and they said he was slurring his words and generally incoherent. And I'm like, how did they know the difference? I mean, he's, all, his, he's always slurring. <laughs> Have you heard Not because he's regular? drunk, but because he has an, a southern right, accent, and right. he's like, you know, drawl yeah. and all that. And then they asked him if he was drunk, and he said no, but he had taken Benadryl and Uh prescription meds. Going with the regular celebrity answer, that seems to be like Tiger Woods, all of those guys. probably always true, though. Yeah. Who isn't on prescription? Oh, well, a lot of former real worlders. Wait, uh, I'm not done talking about Ace. Oh, that's not it? Well, it is in a sense, but I think it's, it's, look, let me get serious. It's yeah. not funny no. to be intoxicated. No. DUIs aren't funny. Not at all. What is funny <laughs> is A, Ace's mugshot, <laughs> which is freaking great. And also 
I just love imagining that like he just has seasonal allergies and it just turned into like the worst nightmare ever for a reality star. Like what if you're like, I just had, was congested. I took some Benadryl and I forgot that I had already taken whatever for my other thing. And then next thing you know, Perez Hilton's he, yeah, TMZ drawn all over your picture just cause of a little hay fever. Sorry, it's just the best. Okay, um, then it got funny to me because I thought that he handled it really well on his yeah. Instagram. Did you see it? No, but what? He, and what happens after? You know, in California they're real strict. It's oh, like Lord, they it's practically, so you know, send mm. you to jail for life. Oh well, he well, you no, know, he just went in the drunk tank, I think, and oh. then posted whatever. He posted oh, a picture like the following day that was him next to like a big Hummer or whatever truck. Yeah. He buys crap like that all the time, like oh these God. big tanks what and stuff. Weirdo. He goes, just picked my truck, wait, just picked my other truck up from the shop, going to see if I can make it from Marietta to my house without getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark Long wrote, LOL, you got this, man. I just love that. Oh, my God. Because, you know, what are you going to do? You have to kind of acknowledge it, but... Yes, you do. I mean, come on. What are you going to do? Well, it's also way easier for guys than it is for girls. Why? I feel like the people... Like, the people's mugshots that, like, Paula, I remember hers. Let's talk about that one. That is one for the ages. Yeah. Well, she had... There were one or two... Like, because there was a fight that she got in that involved, like, hitting her boyfriend or something like that. Yeah, she that's was... the one I remember. I thought she bit him. Yeah, she did. That's it. Okay. She bit him. Oh, my God. Her mugshot oh, is no. so bad, Sarah. And I think that... Oh, no. <laughs> I think you can't laugh that one off like, uh, you know. I mean, that looks like Tanya Harding. Yes, on, it does. Mixed with... Alice Cooper. <laughs> That's terrible to say, but I'm sure she's over it. It is long gone. Well, Abram has in. the best drunk tank story. You heard this one, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so to tell all of our listeners, Abram gets arrested. He's at some event, some, um, you know, appearances like they do. And he claims that the cops had been, like, eyeing him all night long and knew who he was and blah, blah, blah. And so he goes outside and he takes a piss. But that's his claim. They, of course, say that he was, like, drunk in public and drunk and disorderly and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, urinate in public. So he gets arrested. They lock him up. And apparently they were not treating him so well, or as he put it, like shit. So he decided to share some of his shit with them Mm -hmm. and proceeded to defecate in his hand and then smear it all over the walls and throw it at the cops. Can you believe that? No, but yes. Like an ape. Like an ape. And he said it's because he wasn't getting his phone call. That's crazy. Well, okay. I have never, first of all, I've never had enough to drink to where... I would be okay with touching my own feces. <laughs> That's the bit. I can't imagine any scenario where I'm that angry. Uh-huh. I would do a lot of other things before I would shit in my own hand. To me, what's impressive or notable is like, I can't shit <gasps> on command. Oh, 
Like, I can't just Correct. be like, you know what? I'm really angry and I feel like I'm being treated like shit. So I'm going to, I'm going to manufacture a BM. Do you, do you think that's the order of operations there? Or do you think it went, I'm angry. Also, I have to shit. I happen to have some shit. I know what I'll do with it. Like, like, uh, uh, an available tool. Like, what do you, when you look around your surroundings and you're like, hey, what are my, oh, resources. That was his, res- that was like a resource of his. Yeah, I survival. guess. Survival. I guess so, but I just feel like maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I have anal retention. And so if I were in that position, I really can't imagine no, me I, feeling like no. I have to go. Never. Right this second. Never. Never. Oh my God. In fact, talking about it makes my. Butthole, yes. <laughs> My beehole's clenching. And and just like the fact that he thought that would help in some way. Right, but that's right, that it's going to improve his situation. <laughs> I know, I'll throw shit at him, then they'll listen to me. Uh-huh. Absolutely not. And if you, uh, if you got, if you were a cop and got called in and were like, hey, this guy in here is smearing shit all over the walls... He'd be the last person I'd be willing to help or release. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard... We think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. You ever watch that lockdown or lockup or whatever it's called with the, you know, the reality oh, series? Oh, you mean the one where they're in there for, you know, yeah, yeah for but they're real. like, they, they went to shit jail? a lot on stuff. They are always shitting. It's like a weapon. Maybe it's just one it. thing you can't control. Right, and one thing you have access to that you know is really terrible to do to somebody. Yes. You can just go ahead and poop it out and throw it over. Okay, when I was working at Nordstrom... <laughs> what this, could this possibly be about? Get exactly the same subject. Yeah. When I was working at Nordstrom in San Francisco, it was in, like, right in Union Square area, and there's a rule at Nordstrom where you, you know, the customer's always right, and... Mm. The I like no, how you object to that rule. No, I mean I'm fine with it to a point, but whatever floor, like the last customer on each, basically all the employees have to stay on whatever floor they work on until the very last customer leaves, no matter what time that customer leaves. So if the customer is a super wealthy San Francisco, you know, socialite who'd like to stay there trying on dresses till two o'clock in the morning. Everybody on the floor has to stay there trying on, waiting for this freaking lady. That's how it works in Nordstrom. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I worked on the ground floor that had makeup and also had the restrooms. Okay. And a homeless guy or an individual who was faced with a problem of homelessness. To oh, put my it God. In a very PC way. <laughs> decided to go into the bathroom and shit and smear shit all over the walls and then stay in there. Come on. And we couldn't leave well, that's because a police crazy guy. Situation. Well, of course, we finally had to wait. But there was the whole Nordstrom security people were like, well, we still have something. I'm like, this is not a customer. And I'm like, what kind of freaking crazy? So I quit. 
That? Well, that wasn't the thing that made me quit. I had a crappy boss, and then Nordstrom a has... A crappy boss? Oh, my God. That was like an accident. I can't stop! I can't stop! <laughs> That's so great. Help. Help. Hey, T.O.P. That's so funny. There's so many oh euphemisms. Yeah, it's so funny. That's so great. Okay, well, all that is hilarious, but also... Uh, the thing that really was the no- nail in the coffin was the crazy lady who would come in, woman who had emotional disturbances, would come in once a week and she would come to the makeup counter, take an eyeshadow, pick it up, put it in her mouth, walk around, do like a few laps around the store, then come back, take it out of her mouth and put it back. No. I'm like, I, where, this is crazyville. And you call security? Well, they couldn't really do anything because technically she wasn't stealing. And what are you what are you going to say? And she was clearly yeah, but like n- not if in I her right mind. Walk up to a shirt in Nordstrom's and like dump lick it, paint on it. I'm not yeah, stealing it. I know, but you're. I don't know if you're like really ruining. If it's ruining it, I don't know. It is ruining it. It's a yeah. tester. Well, it's not like the actual product. It's a tester of the product, which technically they're there to test. Oh, I don't know how that's how you're supposed to test them. But we, there, there yeah. was little that I felt at 19 years old I had the power to do. What did you do? do? Throw it away, though? Please say yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think back to my mind. Okay, let me ask you this totally off topic. Yeah. Would you ever use testers now that you know? No, now I will not. Oh, my God. Now when I go to Sephora. Tell I, me what I goes do, on. I don't use anything. Tell me what goes on there. Uh, like mostly people I'm testers. concerned about are the anything lip stuff. Like if you are don't try people do weird stuff for real, and they have weird stuff on their lips. People are disgusting. Well, that's true. It's really gross. Maybe the tester scene should be should evolve into like single use samples. Well, they have done, they have made attempts. Like places like Sephora will cut the tops off of the uh, lip glosses so they don't have the little spongy part. And then you have to dip a single use lip yeah. gloss wand in there. That's a little better. Yeah, a little better. But I still am like, eh. no, no. But thanks. then again, you can't live in a bubble. You're, you need a little bit of germs, blah, blah, blah. All right. Who else you got? Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Here's a funny one. Your favorite. Who? Coral? No. Who? Guy. You love him. You wish that you kissed him. Not CT? No. Zach? No. Oh my God, I love playing this game. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks that you are precious. Who in the hell is this? I'm dying. I have kissed him. We've been on a challenge with him. Together. And I want to kiss him? Yes. You this did. So I did kiss him? You did want to, and you had a little goodbye smooch. God. Yes! Was arrested. Oh, it gets better. I'm dying. Okay, so Kahada's driving home <laughs> from... Um, oh he's driving home from his bar, and he gets into a car accident. He hits the center divider, and it his car gets stuck up on top of the center divider. Okay. So he, I mean, was clearly swerving because your your car is now up. It's a big, that's a big accident. So he decides to call a tow truck 
to get his car off there before he calls the police. Well, the tow truck report the accident. They're like, oh, this is clearly an accident. Tow truck calls the cops. Cops arrive. Gahut is sitting on this curb, and he looks terrified when the cops arrive. Okay. Because he's expecting the tow truck to be there. And so he lies to the cops, and he said, oh, hey, my, I like do your best Gahut accent. Oh, hey, my... No, that was Canadian. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in whatever Cahut's accent uh-huh. is, he said, my friend Ryan was driving the car, and Ryan jumped out, and Ryan took off. And... He left because he didn't no scare to get arrested. No way. Well, then he's holding the cut is holding his phone, and as his phone rings, somebody named David calls, and they're like, "Oh, your friend Ryan? Well, how come the friend who's calling is named David, and who's Ryan?" and blah blah blah. And then they catch him, and basically, cut admits that he was lying, and they gave him the fetal sobriety test, and he failed. And then he admitted to having six or seven beers, and that he was the one driving. And then they found a flask that had remnants of liquor in his truck. No way. Yes. And he has a mugshot too. I'm looking at it. Oh my God, you are. Why is he so happy? He's so happy. Because of the beer? This is the best mugshot. I forgot how happy he is. What in the world? Wow, of course he has a Ford F-150. Oh my God. Isn't that funny? That is so great. So when he got in the accident, he was supposed to call the cops. Yes, but it wasn't involving anyone else. Like, well, uh, that's a good point. But you're in the middle of the road, I guess. You're yeah, supposed to. but I think that there's a clear uh, attempt to evade arrest. Isn't that the word? Right. Wow, that is so great. I'm just looking at it, these pictures. That's not so even funny. my favorite real world or DUI story, though. Jeez. I want to reiterate, we do not encourage DUIs. No, we definitely think... that. That's why I'm so shocked at all these, because I live in California, a yeah. state where the DUI rule, like, it is so strict, and yeah. if you get a DUI, you might as well kiss your life goodbye, because you have to drive everywhere, and it's going to cost you $10,000, and you're going to be without... Is that without, true? Yes. Whoa. Like, minimum $10,000. What, Fine. For fines, for the court fees, for the, California makes it one of it's one of the most difficult states to, and it's great because it's so big and we have so many people driving well, on they, the road. They should probably do a little more to stop all the pot people. I smell it on the road. I smell <laughs> like it on the road. Everyone's too. smoking pot in their cars. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what's your favorite one? Okay, so Tony's is the best Tony, story. This okay. was recent too. I what show say was he on? Tony, Tony with a lot of. Uh, babies. Yeah. This was one year ago. So he was supposed to be arrested or not supposed to be, but he should have been. Okay. But somehow slippery ass Tony, a man manages to avoid a DUI. So what happens is he is driving home and he gets in a car accident and he well not a car he accident he, almost he backs into a scooter okay he like backs into a motorcycle or some kind of scooter and and like in a parking lot yeah and he gets in this whole accident and then the cops called and he wasn't booked because he wasn't yeah driving he mm-hmm. was in sitting in the hotel parking <clears throat> lot then this dumbass an hour later gets in the car and drives to burger king <laughs> where the cops once again meet him 
and he's sitting in the car eating a hamburger, drinking a Budweiser. In the car is drinking a Budweiser in the parking lot. And the, he's explained to the cops, hey, in, I live in Baton Rouge where this is legal to have an open container as long as I guess the car isn't in motion. I don't know if that's actually the rule, but that's what he said there. And they fucking let him go. Wow. He went to Burger King <clears throat> after he had almost been arrested. Why can't you drink in your car if you're not driving? Because I think that it's just a slippery <coughs> slope. I think and it's too there's too much gray area. Like uh who's to say you weren't going to drive or Yeah, but who's to say I'm not gonna murder you? Oh, that's a good point. Well I'm just obviously well, if you were holding a knife above my head. Maybe the cops might be like, hey, we should probably do something here. So I think it's kind of like that. I and I like making stupid. a stabbing motion. <laughs> I do. I think open container laws are a little silly. Like you, uh, like if you go into a restaurant, you can drink forever practically. Okay. But then you step outside and if you have a sip, it's like illegal. I don't know. It just makes no sense to me. Like in New Orleans, you know how you can drink yeah. forever? Yeah. Like, well, you know, and again, I think it's coming from California because, you know, I look at where we live and I mean, maybe the rules on the beach are different, but I absolutely understand why there's no drinking on the beach allowed. Like you're really not supposed to, if you get caught with alcohol on the beach, because we can drink responsibly, but you know, a 21 year old mm -hmm. who's drinking beers or whatever with friends and taking shots and then decides to go swimming in the ocean and drowns. <laughs> it's just because of like the dangers that are around. Sure. If you were yeah. on a street, like what's the street everybody hangs out on in, in bourbon, uh, uh, bourbon, right. <laughs> bourbon street, safer and nobody's the chances of drowning there are much slimmer. Yeah. So, well, that's my whole thing. I'm sure a lot of these people are, um, well, like, we know Paula was having problems with her man, but a lot of these people are single. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the and next person I'm on, on my list is single after his arrest, so... Wait, I'm doing a segment. I know you are. Oh. <laughs> if you happen to be single, or if you just like getting amazing stuff in the mail, then you should try singleswag.com. It's singles plural, just so you know. I got mine yesterday. Ooh, I should it? show you. I, it was $124 worth of what? stuff. I got a necklace. Shut up. I got makeup. I got cookies. What? Like, it's not just stuff. Like I want all those things. I know. I went, I was so excited to open they it. Should, I'm kind of single since my husband travels so much. That's so true. I should get those boxes because I would like cookies and necklaces. I know. You're always jealous better. of my box. I know. I'm always of jealous of my box. box. Yeah, anyway, you should go to singleswag.com and try it out. They gave us the best deal that they offer, which is 20% off with code BRAINCANDY. And everything is full-size products, organic bath yeah. and beauty, jewelry, fashion, accessories, best-selling books, sweet treats, and other fun surprises. It really is a fun surprise. Yep. Let us know what you think of it. Um, okay, go on. You had one you were gonna do. Well, no, I mean, I was just uh, you know playing off your segue about being single, but now in uh, <laughs> hindsight, it's a terrible joke because it's about Puck's arrest for domestic violence. Oh my God, what happened there? I remember that he's been arrested, no joke, like ten times. Yeah, he's it, not well. 
it not at all. He's I mean, that was evident well. on the when he was on Real World San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, it was it was not your typical outrageous behavior. It was like sociopathy. Yeah. And just a complete disregard for other people yeah. and their needs or feelings or anything. He, I don't know if you remember, but got married on a challenge. Oh, that's right. They had a wedding. Oh my God, you're totally right. And they all, all the cast members like went and I think his wife's name was Betty. I, yes. I don't think they're together anymore. No. But, they, and they have a kid or more than one. Yep. And she married that bozo. And um, I saw him in a picture with Rachel from that season, you know, who's now the conservative wife married to the Wisconsin House of Representative member. Yeah. She and Puck were at like a White House event with oh, Laurel or somebody. I, Puck was there? <clears throat> yes. Oh my gosh. It was like the weirdest okay. thing. Well... According to TMC from 2014, it says that he now has a new gig doing women's makeup. What are you? What where is are you seeing that? This? It's on TMC. It says Puck from MTV's Real World is now an ex-con making a living as a makeup artist. Come Puck was released on. from Cal State Penn last year. He was in for stalking. Wednesday at the Grove, he told us about his new gig doing doing women's makeup, which is odd for two reasons. He was convicted for stalking a woman, and he has a very unflattering view of women in general. Wow. I just don't even understand. Yeah, that's bizarre. How, I wonder if he's good at it. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't want him to touch me with a 10-foot pole. Did you ever meet him? No. I met him one time. What's he like? Um, creepy. Yeah. You know. Oh, my God. That's not even the worst thing that he did. In 2010, I, I can't believe I forgot about this. In, two th- I, in 2010, I can't remember the beginning of the story, but basically he, and it's another DUI. He got arrested yeah. for a DUI. But he flipped his car, got in an accident, flipped his car, and his eight-year-old son was in the car with him. And his eight-year-old son I had, know. like, a broken arm and broken... That was the worst one. Th- you have your fucking kid in the car and you're drinking and I mean do do first of all as we said drinking and driving dumbest mistake ever especially since we have Uber and all those things that could take you anywhere you need to go an Uber helicopter is cheaper than getting a DUI in California it's true uh but to endanger your own child like that is just beyond yeah, Horrific but to me. that's why you always hope, well, maybe they'll like hit bottom and then sort it out. But but that was seven years ago, and it doesn't look like... Yeah, he's still bonky. Yeah. Um, well, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I Here's what I want to know. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I keep having to clear my throat. I had someone write me a mean letter about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I You know, you have to wonder... Because people always say that the reason reality TV is so crazy is because they cast crazy people. So right. naturally then, crazy people will tend to get more right. in trouble with the law more. And so then, and that's definitely part of it, yeah. for sure. These are outrageous personalities, and then and then they become kind of famous or notable. Mm-hmm. And so then they misbehave. And I get that. 
But like, do you think that these people would got would have gotten into the same trouble regardless? I think some of them. I think like the DUIs and things like that. I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, I think they those they probably would have. You know, I think maybe. The ones that I think uh, get... I'm trying to think of anything that would be a exception to that, but I can't think of it. Well, I mean, right. Like, it's almost as if people that, that start out kind of bad, I mm-hmm. think that the shows obviously exacerbate yeah. the problem. Right. Um, so, like, that Nate that we interviewed for 15 Minutes of Blame, mm-hmm. who... He said in the interview that he felt that the, being on the show really did not do him any favors. But it, he didn't share something that I then saw in a video that he posted through his rehab center w- that he works for, where he revealed that his dad died when he was like 10 or 11, and his dad had full custody of him. Mm. And so I'm sure yes. that that's sort of the genesis of yes. the thing. And then he becomes like this fun party boy, but then you're on the show and then it's empty and blah, blah, blah. And then it becomes a problem. Yes. But he might've gone down that road regardless. We don't know. We can't right. ever know. Right. But man, there was just something I heard. <clears throat> well, I think it was on John Oliver that there was an analogy he used about how many, like the Titanic going as the Titanic sinks, there were like nine big rooms underneath and if five out of those nine rooms filled then the titanic was going to go down Hmm. but if four filled they were going to be fine but Mm. the fifth one was going to go down yeah now the reality show being on a reality show may not have sunk his ship yeah but it could have filled one of those rooms up yeah that's a good way to put it yeah I am going to get mail about this stupid throat, and I'm dreading. Well, you know what? I'm, like, scared to cough, too, because I'm a little sick. I'm, like, under the weather. Oh, no. So I'm, like, have a, 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 a something in my throat. I'm yeah. scared to clear it. <laughs> I should just in- reintroduce the soundboard and, like, add an explosion in there and then just go <laughs> Cover it up. over the explosion. Um, so then we talked in another episode about that Chris Soles, the Bachelor guy that got into the accident. Yes. I watched... I mean, he. I guess it's one of those things yeah. that takes a while. Um, but I was watching something recently, and it was about when Robert Downey Jr. was in all that trouble. Oh, yeah. And he kept getting arrested, and then he'd get out, and then he'd do drugs, and he'd get arrested. And I'll always remember when he was standing before the judge, and he was saying how he knew that he was dealing with like a loaded weapon and that mm. he had the gun in his mouth and his finger on the trigger, but he loved the taste of the metal in his mouth. And I thought, that's addiction? Yeah. And that's such a great way to describe it. Yeah. Is they all know it's deadly and yeah. it could cost them everything, but that gun tastes real good. Yeah. To them, you know. And if you've I been surrounded that. by chaos and used to chaos for forever, <clears throat> the idea of more chaos does not seem scary it seems comforting and yeah what you're used to well and that you know just along those same lines that thing we talked about with the teen mom guy 
Oh, you know? falling asleep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, All zannied out. Lexi, one of our listeners, wrote me a long thing about how... I think she's a... a watch, she watches the series mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, said that she felt that there were... There had to be signs all along, and that she saw signs all along. And yeah. how did the producers not see signs? And because everyone sort of acting like we had no idea that he was an addict until this happened. And I'm so sure it's not like it happens overnight. In fact, I interviewed um, this guy that's on the show Intervention. He does the interventions, Ken Seeley. Mm-hmm. When I had the Meister oh my god, piece. I love him. I love Ken Seeley, and it was so matter of fact with them. And I talked to him about alcohol in particular because the few deaths that have come from intervention, have many of them have been alcohol, mm. which you wouldn't think. You'd think, oh, it's going to be meth or no. That's one that's most dangerous for your on your body. Well, and he, I said, why is it always the alcoholics that can't seem to stick with the program when they go to mm. rehab? Mm-hmm. And he said because like alcohol sneaks up on you, and that. You know, uh-huh. it's kind of like an eating thing where everyone eats and right. you have to eat. Whereas, and same with alcohol, and not that you have to drink, but everyone drinks. You, it's legal. You can go anywhere and do it. Yeah. It's no big deal if you buy it at the store all the time. Right. And so it can you can normalize it and make excuses for it way easier than Heroin. I'm shooting up hair. Yeah. Yeah. And so it takes longer. And build slowly, slowly, yeah. slowly over time. And then one day you wake up and you get the shakes if you don't drink, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so it, I didn't mean for this to be about addiction, but it sort of has yeah. to be when you deal with yeah. people that keep yeah. the repetitive ones. I mean, yes. everyone can screw up once or right. twice, but the ones that are, can't seem to get it right, mm-hmm. I feel bad for them. I do too. And alcohol, the alcohol is the one that destroys your body in a way that can't repair it. Like Why? once your kidney oh. starts, uh, or liver, liver starts getting cirrhosis, you it doesn't go the other direction. Really? Yeah. That surprises me because you know how kidneys are the opposite. It's sort of yeah. like, yeah, you don't even need them. <laughs> Not really. But, <laughs> yeah, you, got you know. Um, CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Yeah, is there anything you want to add? Uh, th- just, there are two more stories that I have in here that I want to sneak in. One yeah, that I man. don't really have any details on, but I just want to know, because it came up in one of those little listicles. Um, this was on season four. Do you remember somebody named Neil getting his tongue bit off? Mm-hmm. What the actual fuck? You, did you ever see it? No. A fan <laughs> bit his tongue off. Right. So Neil, bad that he could barely talk the rest of the season, according to this thing. Yeah. What? Well, he was a rocker, and he would do shows, and he was just, he almost looked like one of those punk guys, mm-hmm. blonde, spiky hair, and, you know, leather, and he was just super edgy and was doing a performance, and he went up to somebody in the front row while he was performing and stuck his tongue in her mouth. I don't know if they were kissing otherwise, but it was a girl who bit it off? Oh, was it a boy? 
Maybe that's what it was. I think it was a guy. Okay, you're right. That's why he got his tongue bit off, because the guy was like, didn't want that. Oh, he stuck his tongue in his face. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so the person bit his tongue off, or almost, and he was, like, good-natured about it. Like, he wasn't how I would be. (laughs) I'd be like, what the fuck? You just bit my tongue off. That was the craziest thing. And that season in general was quite mild. But that one was a big event. That is... Well, you know what he does now? He's a researcher and academic living in London. Yeah, he was very smart. Wow. He specializes in the field of developmental disorders and language. What's What's his last name? The irony. Neil Forrester. Yeah. What does he look like now? I don't oh, know. He looks the same, but with dark hair. Very handsome. Oh, yeah. He was British. Oh. He is British. Okay. That is so funny. I should... I should okay, and then my last story. Yes, thank you. Yes, go. Love it. Did you hear about Svetlana and Incubus? And Brandon Boyd from Incubus? Never. Okay, this one is so oh bizarre. This one is... Probably the oddest because it doesn't have any real substance to it. But then again, I can still totally believe it. So Svetlana claimed that she was being stalked by Brandon Boyd from Incubus. And I think this was back in like 2004. Okay. And it was so bad that she filed a temporary restraining order against him and said that she had to move out of her apartment and stay at a friend's house because he was stalking her and threatened to kill her or something like that. And he claims that he's never met her. Come on. No. Yes. And then I went on to like some old school, like, because I was like, I have to dig into this story. And so I went on some old, uh, it was like in some article from 2004, but on like some old blog post where somebody below it wrote, I went to high school with Svetlana and she was batshit. And I believe... That, but then I've also met her, and I can see how a guy like Brandon Boyd could fall crazy in love with her, and he's all passionate musician y, and maybe he's like. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this you would know better than letters. I would. If I seek a restraining order, doesn't the court have to see some evidence that this is actually a genuine threat? I think so. I mean, they issued her the. Yes. The, um, the restraining order. Yeah. So. I don't think you could just walk in and get... It says Boyd Boyd was ordered to stay 100 yards away. Yeah. Sounds like she Uh was right. I know. And he says he never met her. I can't believe he said that. It says he doesn't know this person, nor does he recall ever having met her. Mm. That would be the worst. The worst. You know you're being stalked by him, and he's famous, and he says, I don't know who you are. (gasps) You would feel like you're nuts. Also, side note, the manager from from Incubus... Bought my old childhood home. <laughs> Get out! Yeah. Well, there's a nice house. Yeah. That's so great. The one that I was at with the mannequin that was no, like headless? No, no, not that one. The one oh. before that in Thousand Oaks. That's so weird. Yeah. It was cool. What do you think about... I just saw this and was reminded about Shia LaBeouf, man. He was just arrested again. No, for what? He was doing so well. Well, he knows He was rapping. Old. Oh my god. He was really good too. I feel like that's a sign that you're not doing well. Okay, well he was really good at it. It probably mm, for like him is probably not a good sign. What's he, he would, doing now? You know, public drunkenness, the oh. same old stuff. 
but like I used to think that he and I were destined to be together. Get out of here. There are two people that I thought. Like Shia Yeah, I really did. Shia LaBeouf. I definitely thought that he and I should have been to, like should be together. Not mm-hmm. like back in the day. I used to think that. When he was on that show Even Steven, I was like, I think I should marry this guy. And because I thought we would be perfect together. And then uh yeah, Shia LaBeouf. And then the Wait other one that I thought maybe I could marry if I were not with my husband and I, you know, he was not married, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, is the really tall guy from How I Met Your Mother. Was real funny. Sheldon? No. No. How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. For Christ's sake. And he's gay. <laughs> um, Neil Patrick Harris. No. What do you mean no? Not Neil Patrick Harris. He's gay too. Oh, that's what I thought you were saying, that the one that you like was gay. No. I'm talking about... <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Jason Siegel. Oh, yeah. We could have been together. Yes. We would have been a great soulmates. couple. Right? Don't you think that he and I could have been perfect together? Is he married? I don't know. We should look. I'm I married. I remember, though, he got into trouble. He on went the- to Harvard Westlake. He went to school right by me. He one time did that thing where, like, let's say you're on Twitter and you want to search for somebody, but he, he accidentally put it as his tweet. But also, I think he thought it was private message and it was like mm. a DM. What was he searching for? It was a woman, he was saying, like, I'm up if you want to come over. And then, like, I think he put his phone number. Well, you know who does want to let everyone know about their secret love affair? Who? Some guy on the internet who says that he's eating a picture of Jason Siegel every day until Jason Siegel eats a picture of him. No. (laughs) He's posted the video. I have one from February 20th and one from May 26th of this year. So he's keeping it up. Is it a big piece of paper? It's an entire sheet of paper. You have got to be kidding me. Why would he do an entire sheet of paper? <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> Good Lord, we have to put that in the newsletter. We have to. Wait, what is, what is this Jason Siegel? Yeah, piece it just of paper? says, I eat a picture of Jason Siegel every day until he eats a picture of me, day 100. I'm going to start doing that with Ken. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> oh, but God. But see, I don't have any interest in somebody else eating a picture of me. Right, you're right. Why doesn't anyone but, uh, need paper also, for us? Jason Siegel is not married. Oh my god. Let, let I'm on it. <laughs> Listen to us typing. How do you spell his last name? Uh S I got it. Wait. Why is he not verified? Oh, I bet he quit Twitter after the incident. Oh my god, what if? he there is a video that says Real reason you don't hear from Jason Siegel anymore. Did he go nutty? Oh my god, this is turning into a whole thing. He's six foot four. I know, mm-hmm. I love that. I'm happily married, by the way. I mean, you know, just but you know, just in case. Oh, he is on there. He has two point three million followers. Mm, that's a lot. I mean maybe I got him wrong, but I think well, that he's the one. Maybe Jason Siegel and we should type in girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend. Oh, so they somebody somebody beat me to it. Who does he date? Let's look at them. Do they look like people? Oh yeah. Oh, I totally have a chance. Oh my god. He's pretty much dating me. That's bonky. We could have been. This is like the time whenever you went on Robot Chicken and you met. I mean, we could have been together. Sorry. When you went on Robot Chicken and then you met Ryan Phillippe. Yeah. And you were like, oh, he's so cute and all that. And I'm like, well, you're obviously his type. And I didn't even realize that he pretty much married me <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, you totally could have 
had done something. I know. Bit off his tongue. <laughs> at least. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. Let's wrap it up. Let's. I'm just going to look at pictures of Jason Segel until oh my, God. She's, my husband calls. She's off the round. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review and subscribe on iTunes. See you next time. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.